Have you ever said, what the heck is cryptocurrency? How is can your business be using cryptocurrency? What are you missing out on? Well, today I'm talking with the co-host of the Bad Crypto Podcast and best-selling author, Joel Kahn, all about cryptocurrency. This is going to be so good. I'm so excited to have him on because I have just like so many things that we are going to like nerd out about and I cannot wait to share it with you guys. And so this is the Marketing for Your Boring Business live show and podcast. I am your host, Desiree, and we are here to help your message get seen in that cluttered newsfeed. We are here every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And if you are watching this on Facebook, make sure you type boring in the comment section now so that you can get updated about when our next show is. And hey, if you are listening on the replay with our podcast or on YouTube, make sure you hit that big old subscribe button as well so that you can get notified when the show happens every single week. Like I said, we have Joel Calm on the show today. But before we dive in, I want to thank everybody who is watching us live and has decided to like give us some time and learn about cryptocurrency. Please ask any questions that you have, whether it's during the live stream or on the replay, we'll make sure to get those questions asked for you. So let me tell you a little bit about Joel. Joel is a New York Times bestselling author, blockchain enthusiast, podcast host, professional keynote speaker, social media, marketing strategist, live video expert, technologist, brand influencer, futurist, and eternal 12-year-olds. It's a lot of things, and I love every single one of them. With over two decades of experience in harnessing the power of the web, publishing, social media, and mobile applications to expand your reach and engage in active relationship marketing, Joel is a sought-after public speaker who leaves his audience inspired and entertained. Welcome to the show, Joel. We're live. Yay, we're here. you're by Sendable. Yeah, so why don't you tell me about how you got started with cryptocurrency? You know, I like to be really um, early to playing with all the new toys. And okay. that's why I've been on the, the front lines of so many different technologies. And I actually remember hearing about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency a few years ago, but I, I didn't really pay much attention because I didn't understand it. I didn't, this notion of mining Bitcoin, like what is there a little guy inside my computer on the processor going ding, 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 ding. And I just, I didn't get it and I didn't try to understand it. So I kind of like, eh, which is really unusual for me. Usually I'm, I'm like, what is this? And I nerd out. It wasn't until um, I want to say early in 2017 that I finally started paying attention and it turned out my friend Travis Wright, who's the co-host of the show, also was really going down the Bitcoin rabbit hole and our discussions on Messenger almost daily were about cryptocurrency. And after several months of this, one day he just flippantly messaged me and said, when are we going to start the TW and Joel crypto show? And he kind of was you know, with a winky face. He was being sarcastic about it. But when he said that, I thought, I'm calling you right now. And I called him. I said, let's do it. Let's let's start the show. We're not experts. We're not financial advisors. Let's just document our journey down the crypto rabbit hole. We'll call it the bad crypto podcast because we let people know right up front that we're just going to have fun with this and um, and invite people to go on the journey with us. And, and the thing just, it exploded. It was just uh, the right time, 
the, I guess the right personalities and the right market and the right um, style that we used. And, and now we've recorded over 300 shows, you know, uh, and we get to travel around and speak at various events about cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and teach people. We're doing a workshop at Social Media Marketing World on uh, on blockchain for marketers. We're at the same uh that same week, we're teaching at San Diego State University um, and doing a, a blockchain uh, workshop for uh, students there. And we're just having a great time still learning and um, having fun. Well, we're definitely going to want to dive into like all things uh, cryptocurrency, probably even explaining like a little bit about like what it is. But before we do, we got to show a little bit of love for our sponsor for our show, Sendable. <laughs> sendable we're talking a lot about things that you can do that are new for your business and honestly it doesn't matter what new things it is that you're doing if you are not making sure the information is getting out into the world but how are you going to share it everywhere how are you supposed to track the success how are you supposed to know if this is even worth your time you're not measuring it you're not making sure it works well let me help you out guys let me tell you about Sendable, which is the only solution that you are going to need. Sendable allows for you to manage all of your social media in one place. You're allowed to schedule posts on all the major social platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can get reports about what is and isn't working, demographics, and the best times that you should be posting. And of course, you can track and answer comments all from the Sendable homepage. This is the official social media software for the all-in-one social media team. I have been testing softwares for the nine years I have been doing social media marketing and I always come back to Sendable because it truly is the easiest and most comprehensive tool on the market. So make sure you click the link in the description to get your free 30-day trial and if you have any questions of course please let us know in the comment section because definitely want to make sure that we help you find the best software for you. So today we're talking with Joel Com about what you need to know about cryptocurrency and how you can use it for your boring business. If you're watching this on Facebook, make sure you type boring into the comment section now so that you can subscribe to our show. And if you are listening on podcast, the podcast replay or our YouTube replay, make sure you hit subscribe to those channels as well. So you don't miss the show, which comes to you every single week. So let's bring Joel back on and he's going to tell us what we need to know about blockchain. So my I first just, question, I want to know what the cat just knocked over. Uh, I actually, <laughs> that's actually my dogs. I have two. I have a puppy <laughs> and an old lady and they're playing. And oh. literally right next to my desk is the doggy door that goes outside. What and kind I, of puppy? Uh, we have a new puppy. He is a pincer and Australian cattle cattle mix he, that's a new one for me and he's my dog he's like. my son's dog but okay. my son goes to school during the day so i have to well you, you handled that like a professional you just like went straight through but i'm like i'm gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> i'm always hoping that like the background noise doesn't pick up on the mic but you it's never real. know <laughs> it's real this is you know this is live this is um this is how we roll this is how we roll all right so for those of us including myself that are like what the heck is cryptocurrency can you give us like the super boring basic version of what this definition of this is <laughs> it's digital money that's you know look um the the nations of the world print money in our in the u.s it's dollars that are backed by the trust of the government and we use that as currency to um to transact with one another but if you look at, for example, the, the U.S. dollar, it is uh, deflationary. The value 
of a dollar goes down more and more every year. It takes more of them to buy things. That is because there is a seemingly infinite supply of uh, of money. The government prints more. We don't know how much there actually is. The Federal Reserve Bank, which is neither federal nor reserve and not a government agency, has never been audited. So we don't actually know how much money is actually even out there. Those hard-earned dollars are worth less and less every year. In 2008, a person or group of persons under the pseudonym of the name Satoshi Nakamoto released a white paper for a new type of digital currency that would be decentralized, that the power would not be in the hands of a government or a financial entity, but it would be in the power of the people. By being decentralized, nobody would have control over it, and there would only be 21 million Bitcoin ever issued. So that means that there's scarcity involved in it. It is a peer-to-peer payment system that is fully decentralized and, and the power is taken away from the governments and the financial institutions. And uh, because of that, it has become a store of value for individuals. And it's also a way to, um, to control your money in a way that won't necessarily become worthless. Now, it's still very speculative because we've yet to reach a mainstream adoption for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. But I can tell you this, that regardless of what the prices are, every second, everywhere around the world, um, development of blockchain-based technologies such as Bitcoin are moving forward and major financial institutions and governments are figuring out how they get in on it. And so this is like, I got into the, the internet at the beginning, pretty much, I was dialing into bulletin board services in 1980 on 300 baud modem. So I've been online for like 34 years, dialing in to the online world. And I built my first website in 1995. So very early on the World Wide Web. And right now, what we're experiencing feels like that. To me, this is where it is going. This is the future. So do you think that there's a concern of other people just making a form of digital money? Well, like there's not a concern. It's a good thing. There's, a, you know, just like, um, uh, you know, competition, um, the cream is always going to rise to the top. The, the market is going to decide. Uh, Bitcoin has been around the longest of all the cryptocurrencies. I think the market capitalization today, as of this broadcast, is about $130 billion. Bitcoin accounts for 52% of that. And there are literally thousands of other tokens and cryptocurrencies that are using blockchain technology. So the Bitcoin dominance is high. I don't think that there's any concern that Bitcoin is going to go away. Okay. And I think I actually remember reading something. Didn't a big major bank just recently like start accepting Bitcoin? Well, it's not that they're accepting it is that they're, um, uh, there, there's a lot of financial institutions that are creating without getting too much in the weeds of finances, you know, what they call ETFs um, so that people can trade futures of, uh, of cryptocurrencies. And there's a number of technologies that will be launching soon. And you've got like Fidelity getting into uh, the, the game. You've got JP Morgan that is issuing their own stable coin, which is basically a coin that's pegged to the U.S. dollar 
so that remittances can be super fast. You know, when you send a, uh, let's say you want to send a wire transfer from uh, one location to another, you got to go to your bank, you got to set it up, they charge you a fee and it takes hours, sometimes the next day before it gets there. With cryptocurrency, with Bitcoin, you can send money from point A to point B in a matter of minutes and the fees are negligible they're 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 low you know oftentimes just a few cents in order to send a transaction so uh, it solves a lot of problems so how can our boring business audience get started with with understanding what to do with cryptocurrency because i know a lot of us are like obviously pushing the states like it's just a lot of like dollars and cents credit cards or cash or checks so if they're wanting if people are starting to ask them like hey do you accept cryptocurrency and stuff what do they do to sort of like get started with that and figure out how they can use it as a part of their business yeah so accepting cryptos has gotten really easy now in fact um, one of our sponsors for the show is coin payments coinpayments.net um, they integrate with a number of platforms so that you can begin accepting a number of different cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and, and a lot of others on your website so that if you're selling a product and you want to give people the option to pay with a cryptocurrency, you can do that. You know, getting started is not that difficult. Um, Coinbase.com is the most popular exchange in, uh, in in the Western, in the United States at least, and where you can buy Bitcoin, Litecoin, and in uh, other cryptocurrencies, um, and, and open up a wallet online. And then there's even apps. There's like uh, the Robinhood app has no fee trading um, that you can do. In fact, let me see if I can just pull it up here and I'll show it to you guys. Um, might even have a, a link for you here, but it's a it's a free app. Um, iOS, I think it's also on um, uh, uh, Android, but it's it's uh, it has commission free trading for a number of stocks, and you can trade several cryptos on there as well. And there it is, Robinhood. Oh, can't see. <laughs> I'm actually pretty familiar with that. My husband has been looking into those kinds of things lately. You know, Acorn, Robinhood, that kind of thing. And I think yeah. like uh, Robinhood was the best looking one because of the no fees. And mm -hmm. it's sort of like they have a long term business model versus like a short term one. So I can get on. I can support that one as well if you're looking to. But I think it's cool that they can, you can so you can use cryptocurrency to trade in the stock market. So are you able to? Then once you let's say you make money, like in a year or two, like you make money off of it, like you're okay, I'm ready to cash out. Can you cash it out in cryptocurrency mm -hmm. only, or can you cash it out in dollars? Well, you can cash out in dollars. A coin. There's um there's two ways to cash out. Uh, obviously, there's trading between cryptocurrencies. There's a number of cryptos without going too far in depth. I can buy Bitcoin with Ethereum. You know, I can buy Litecoin with Bitcoin. There's just a lot of different ways to transact. But I can, you know, if I go to Coinbase or Robinhood, I could use my U.S. dollars to buy crypto and I can sell back into U.S. dollars on either one. So sometimes, you know, if I'll, I'll trade a crypto and then I'll cash it out into U.S. dollars and I'll connect my Coinbase account directly to my bank account and it just does a direct deposit of, uh, of that money. Um, you know, it, it, we're going to see more and more of this hit the mainstream you're going to see more bitcoin atms popping up you're going to hear of more businesses taking bitcoin you're going to see more people selling real estate for bitcoin or other cryptos and you know in in 10 years from now it'll be ubiquitous so 
how can so because we are still you know the marketing for your boring business podcast so once you decide that cryptocurrency is like the right thing for you to add as another form of revenue for your business how can you get the word out about that how can you use this as a way to market your business well i think that there's a lot of people looking for ways to spend their cryptocurrency adoption is the key it's one thing to follow the hype of you know the price of bitcoin but the real key is going to be in adoption is in people using it so when you discover that oh i can spend my cryptocurrency on this website so alerting your you know your audience and your customers that we now accept bitcoin you know overstock.com was the first major online merchant to accept Bitcoin. Patrick Byrne, who's the CEO, is visionary. And in 2014, Overstock uh, made news because they were the first one to start accepting crypto for payments of all the goods that they sold. And to this day, they still do. That's very cool. So I think it's just most of this, like getting the word out, like maybe like adding like a sign to your front desk if you have a brick and mortar, adding something to your website, like doing social Put a media. Sticker posts. in your window. Just basically adding it in as another like thing that you're talking about on your in in your marketing as another piece to put it into there, right? You you will be accepting cryptocurrency if you're doing business. You will be accepting cryptocurrency. It's not if it it is a when. So why not pioneer and be on the front lines of it? Uh, you know, and especially if like right now we're seeing some signs of uh, even though the economy is great. Um, the dollar is strong, you know, economies can be fragile. And if the if we keep going further and further in debt as a country, the trillions of dollars in debt we are, it's just a matter of time before we can't pay that debt and the value of the dollar will go down even more. So I am not a financial advisor and you need to do your own due diligence and seek financial advice. But I like to hedge um, my, I hear your puppies. I like to hedge my bets a little bit and have diversified resources so some is in cash some is in cd some is in precious metals like gold and silver and some is in crypto and i think that's a good idea for everybody to be prepared to transact in cryptocurrency um, either because <clears throat> out of necessity or because it just makes sense hmm. there's the puppy yes this is him this is Vinny. <laughs> so. puppy Sometimes you need to snuggle a puppy to get him to stop barking. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, so are you able to use crypto? So you're able to use cryptocurrency worldwide. So like this could help you with like international growth if you want to like go on trips, all this kind of thing. Is this kind of like almost like you had talked? To, you said something interesting about like the dollar is strong. It's important to make sure that you're doing early adoption and stuff like that. Do you think it's kind of like how people like have been collecting gold? Since we had the last recession, like it's just making sure that like you're covered in case the dollar does tank. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I'm not a financial advisor, but it just makes sense to me to diversify uh, your assets and have things spread out. Uh, you know, the stock market um, goes up, it goes down. Crypto goes up, goes down. The dollar just goes down. And so <laughs> that's all it does. The dollar just goes down, uh, you know, $100 today doesn't buy what $100 five years ago would buy. And that didn't buy what $100 five years before that would buy. Um, and so over time, the value of fiat currencies, paper money, which have no value in and of themselves, right? If you look at, at uh, paper, 
this this is all this is just a piece of paper there's yeah. no inherent value in the piece of paper it's backed by the trust of the government but coins and i wish i had one handy i don't have a, a sometimes i have a little silver coin on my desk it's a, it, it is valued by everybody because it in itself is a precious metal it is a rarer commodity that people trade in paper anybody can trade in paper and the government prints it up like it's paper is every government right? does <laughs> every government does uh, when we went off the gold standard you know uh that's when things really started going weird and uh, to really go down the rabbit hole what's amazing about gold and silver is a lot of the trading that takes place is on paper it's not they're not actually exchanging the gold and silver they're exchanging promissory notes and so the prices of gold and silver are suppressed because they're not actually trading the real metal they're just trading it on paper and yeah. so if it was allowed to go where it really should be, the prices of gold and silver, I think, would be significantly higher. So let's say I start taking in cryptocurrency and like I currently like for my business, I currently use credit card processing for all of my money, which is and another you pay, what money. percent do you pay to the credit card company for those transactions? Um, I think of for because I use Stripe, I think it's like 2.9% okay. plus 30 cents every now, transaction. If you were taking crypto you're you wouldn't be your transaction fees would be negligible they would be so small as to you wouldn't even notice them that's the difference and in fact <clears throat> when you think about how much of the world is unbanked right you've got two billion or so people in the world that are unbanked there's developing nations there's third world countries where you know let's say you've got somebody in a poor region of we'll just pick africa because a lot of people when they think of third world they think there's the third world countries down there right and somebody uh there is fortunate enough to come to america and get a job they want to send some money back to their family they want to send ten dollars to their family that would make a huge difference for them back home to send that ten dollars is probably going to cost them a ten dollar fee to send that money from the united states to africa but with cryptocurrency they could send that ten dollars for a few cents and that makes all the difference and so banking the unbanked is uh, one of the huge visions of what crypto it's a great equalizer for people to be able to transact with one another without the interference of governments or financial institutions that are in business to use your money for their profit. Yeah, I do have to say, and I'm sure all of us who take credit cards feel that sting every single time, but mm -hmm. there's some of those things like you kind of almost have to, like a convenience fee almost that you have to pay. So back to this scenario. So I start accepting it um, as a form of currency for my business. When I take in cryptocurrency and I take in dollars with credit card processing or collecting payments, are they considered separate forms of, of currency? Like, do I, I can only spend cryptocurrency or people spend cryptocurrency and I can only spend dollars where dollars are accepted? Well, kind of you, can, you can take your crypto and, and sell it on an exchange into dollars if you want to. Or okay. you can just keep it as an investment and you can watch it go up or watch it go down just like any any you know other holding that you would have. Okay, very cool. So what are sort of like, what would you tell somebody, like to our boring business owners, someone that's maybe been around for a little while, they're like, I do what I do, 
and people are asking or they're interested in this, how would you advise them to get started with Listen it? to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Okay, perfect. Because it really, I mean, <laughs> honestly, our show really is designed um, for people who are just getting started. In fact, go back and listen to episode number one because those first few episodes we do were really all about the basics. What is cryptocurrency? What is Bitcoin? We'll have you understanding what blockchain is. It's not nearly as complex as uh, is. you might be intimidated to think it is. And once you understand how blockchain works and how Bitcoin is mined, you're gonna, your mind is going to go, oh, I get it. I understand now. That sounds really, really cool. If you guys are just tuning in, we have been talking to Okama about how you can use cryptocurrency as a part of your business for all of you boring business owners. If you are loving what Joel has to share, please type boring in the comment section now. And it is going to let you subscribe to our show on Facebook Live and you will get a message from us every single week saying, hey, we got a new show to help your boring business get that message seen in the that cluttered newsfeed. And make sure that you guys are also, if you're listening on the podcast or YouTube, hit that subscribe button now so that you can get notified when we have our show that replays every single week on those platforms. All right, Joel, what are your final thoughts about this to really like ease people's mind into understanding that this isn't just some like nerdy thing that or another thing that they have to do or whatever it is. What what do we do to like do the solid sell and make them like, yes, okay, I can do this. Okay, I'm a futurist. My track record in calling the next big thing in tech has been impeccable. I was on the web in 95. I was building a, a coupon site for deal hunters in 99. I sold a site to Yahoo in, in 1997. I had one of the first thousand apps in the iTunes app store. And the, the list of things that I've been able to, uh, to do goes on. And I'm telling you, not from a financial perspective, from a technology perspective, that blockchain technology, which is what Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are built on, is here to stay just as I bought the first iPhone that came out in um, 2007. I paid $600 for that first iPhone because I said this, the smartphone is going to be it and it has changed the world. Blockchain is going to change the world. It's going to change how we transact, interact, invest purchase uh, and, and do so many other things so either you learn now or you learn later and that that's totally up to you but i'm gonna say don't miss it i think that those are great words for us to close out our show with thank you so much for being on joel if you guys want to connect with joel you definitely want to go check out the bad crypto podcast you can also follow him on social at joel with two m's for those of you that are listening and I hope that you guys have really enjoyed today's show. Thank you so much for being on, Joel. This was awesome and such an important education for all of us, I am sure. My pleasure, Desiree. Thank you. That's all right, guys. Uh, if you are following us on social, make sure you like us with hashtag boring business and share across all the platforms. And thank you so much for joining us today, everybody. Thanks. 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 Thanks.